welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. You know, if you're looking at radio as something that's just a job and, you know, maybe you just want to do it because you think it's going to make you famous, you should just get out of radio because people are going to know that you're full of it. If this is something that's a calling to you, then go out there and just fill it. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second generation broadcaster and media strategist David Martin and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach Kipper McGee. Welcome to Brandwith On Demand, the only podcast dedicated to reimagining radio in episodes of about 15 minutes. One lesson we saw taking place this past year was the reality that we all represent a brand and we all have bandwidth. We call mastery of those factors brandwidth. This time, radio resolutions for 2018 based on lessons shared the past year from some of broadcasting's best and brightest. We'll be counting down to some of the top tips for you to experience an even greater success in 2018. As we look ahead to resolutions for the new year, we start by looking back at one question we asked a lot of people last year and got a lot of different responses. We asked them what things they know now they really wish they'd known way back then when they were starting out. And here's some of their responses. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brand with On Demand. Number 10. 10! Mix 96.5 Houston afternoon driver, Jason Cage. Oh my God, the rent's going to be so expensive in uh, Chicago. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think it all goes back to... Be nice to every single person you meet. They don't get a big head about anything. It's radio. You're not a rock star. Don't get a big ego to where you start turning down opportunities or becoming a diva about stuff. Because really in this business, you are a brand. You are your own product. And you have to know who your customers are. And you have three sets of customers. You have your audience, your advertisers, and then everyone else behind the scenes. And it's, in my opinion, more important to win with the last two. The, uh, advertisers and everyone else behind the scenes than it is with uh, with the audience. And if everyone in the business likes you and you're easy to get along with and you never say no to something, I, th- I think you'll get to where you want to go a lot faster. Start networking, start making friends, read books about how to promote yourself. Makes sense. So if you were to suggest three things somebody should do to accomplish that, what would they be? Uh, go ahead and figure out what your sellable qualities are and write those down and give those to the salespeople. Uh, you know, say, Hey, here's what I'm into. Here's the hobbies I'm into. You know, I'm married. I got this. I'm buying a house, I'm buying a car. I got, you know, here's the stuff I've pitched before. Just kind of get your one sheet, your bio. So they can kind of hit the ground running with finding the clients that are right for your show. Um, go ahead and start looking at your social media, do an audit, make sure that everything's up to speed with, you know, the way you want to be presented in that new city. And, um, yeah, just kind of, uh, get to know you first make sure, make sure your, your A game is, uh, buttoned up before you walk in. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. Chio in the morning from Philly's mix 106.1. I would say, uh, number one, be nice to everybody just because you are the superstar nighttime disc jockey and all the, all the teenage girls and all, all the people love you and they're just starting out and. They just graduated school and they're at the, the bottom of the totem pole in the promotions department. Uh, don't just be nice to them. It's, that's the right thing to do. And uh, that's, that's how you should treat everybody. Number two, you always want to do 
you want to do your homework. And nowadays, uh, radio is a lot different. It's not just like one radio station and and you can see uh, from afar what they do. Uh, now there's six stations, there's seven stations, there's five stations in a cluster. And not every station is going to be successful. Matter of fact, nobody has every single radio station. There's always at least one in a cluster that struggles. Yep. You know, you, you should do your homework on that. And then when you uh, when they bring you in for an interview, they fly you in and do your homework about the radio station and about the company and, and interview them. See what they're going to do, because it takes a team. It's not just one, you know, one talent ain't going to just come in here and change anything, blah, blah, blah. Whether or not they tell you the truth, that's another story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Number eight. Kelly Ford from Nash FM. I wish I knew that it was a marathon and not a sprint and that mistakes, I think it's all part of the next level of confidence. So I think I beat myself up about a lot of mistakes early on. I guess I got a little bulldog in me. So, you know, I was in one job 20 years. I've been married 20 years. Really, I'm like a dog with a bone. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think that for women, that is key. And I think we all, particularly women, get into that. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to say that. Will that be attractive to men? You know, I don't want to turn guys off. And the truth is that I remember this epiphany I had in my 30s last year. Um, <clears throat> that I was out with all these girlfriends of mine, and they were all loud. They were all fun. You know, like girls, as you know, are much the, the conversations we have, you couldn't handle. <laughs> what I'm saying is I had this moment like, wow, like these are all women in my life who are strong, beautiful, fun women speaking their mind, but they're in this world and they deserve to be recognized too. And, I, and maybe somewhere along the way, maybe it's part of the evolution, but I wish I'd have gotten there sooner that when you really connect with people and they may not always like what you say, but they'll respect that you had an opinion. They'll respect that you were out there. You're going to be attractive or unattractive to people for arbitrary reasons. I think that's part of it, too. If there are women listening, you can do this. Just figure out who you are and who you are can change just like it can from day to day. But in that moment, be present, be real. Seven. WNCX Cleveland Morning Rockers. Slats in the morning. Patience. Patience. I wanted everything now. Um, left New Jersey, said I was going to be working in Philadelphia in three years. <laughs> you know, I uh, patience, which is something that I think I'm better at now. Um, but I think also not being patient helps you out, too, because it makes you become a better go getter. And when there was ads advertising a job and there was something that I really wanted and the advertisement said, no calls. I'm calling. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm sending my, my package and I'm following up. I just think the squeaky wheel gets the oil. I know it's an old school term and makes me sound like grandpa, but I think that I'm not, I may, I may not be as good as you and I'm probably not, but you're not going to outwork me. So that's how that, that was my edge. Good reminders and some intriguing new ideas as brand with on demand looks at radio resolutions for the new year. Number six. Here's K104 Dallas programming guru, Geo Cook. George, over the years, you've interviewed more than your fair share of hopeful candidates. Now, there are some things candidates don't want you to know and they don't bring up in a job interview. How do you get to that? What kind of questions do you ask to find out what you need to know? 
Well, I think the first thing, and let me direct this to, to the candidates, is that they should really be aware that as managers, it's our, it's our fundamental duty to figure out what's your story and what can you contribute to our organization. So when you're filling out that resume and there are gaps in the resume or there are questions uh, that surface because of uh, information that's there or not there in the resume, it's important for them to really think about that and be honest and be forthright. Uh, you know, don't let that gap remain there. You know, this is a tight-knit business. There are many people that have worked with other people at other companies. We all tend to know each other. We all know the way people like to work. And usually your reputation precedes you, whether it's good or bad. So I think uh, the most important thing is to be honest and just say exactly uh, what's happened in your career. Also be honest about your aspirations and goals uh, to be at that particular radio station or that particular organization. Five. Cadillac Jack, the morning star of Kicks 101.5 in Atlanta. I wished back then that I believed more in myself. And I think that that's one thing everybody has to do. Um, by nature, radio personalities are very shy, I think. By nature, radio personalities can be very dark, like comedians. And, and uh, air personality can keep to themselves if you, if you don't get out there and if you don't listen and if you don't learn, ask questions. Uh, I wish that's the one thing. I wish that I had asked more questions uh, when I was 15 because I had no idea that four years later, uh, I'd be working in, in market number seven. Number four. Insights from America's finest city from KOGO's LaDonna Harvey. You know, I wish I'd had a better idea of my gift for spoken word, which sounds incredibly self-serving, but, you know, let me explain. Uh, for a long time, I kind of approached my job as it was a passion. It was something I really wanted to do, but I wasn't really sure if I was all that great at it. Now I know that I was probably pretty darn good when I was younger. Oh, yeah. um, I think now I'm even better. And hopefully, you know, as this goes on, I get even better. But I think I'd, I wish that I'd had a little bit better appreciation of the greatness of not just me, but the stations that I work for, you know, working for Cool FM in, in Phoenix, working for Kogo here in San Diego. And the, the, the great amount of trust that's actually put in me by my superiors who apparently, you know, think I'm kind of good at this. Any advice for someone who's in their first or maybe second job and looking to take the next step? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, get out there and network more. Um, because I didn't think highly enough of myself and, and what I was bringing to the table, uh, I think that I missed out on a lot of opportunities. So when you get a chance to go to a morning show boot camp or a talk show boot camp, Go over there, rub elbows with people who are way more experienced than you, who are way better. Ask questions. How did you get where you are? You know, how did you find that comfortable lane? Because sometimes, you know, it's not it's not apparent right there at the beginning. You know, you don't really know what it is you're going to be good at until you do it, which is why I kind of did everything and just thought, you know, I'm going to dip a toe in every pool until I can figure out what it is that's that's truly that I'm passionate about. I want to do that I feel like you know I have the most to offer. Brian was on demand with radio resolutions for 2018. To hear any of these episodes in their entirety, just visit brandwithondemand.com. So we've heard a lot from people involved with the daily operation of a station or stations 
Now we hear from some media thought leaders who may have a more global perspective, working with lots of different companies. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. Brand with on demand. The COO of DMR Interactive, Andrew Curran. I think one of the things that radio always has is a um, a group of passionate fans and enthusiasts, and I think the opportunity to to tap into these super fans and really allow them to uh, amplify the station's message is a, is a tremendous opportunity that, that often goes uh, really underutilized. For example, when someone wins a contest um, and, and the opportunity to tap into that passion and enthusiasm that exists when someone wins, you know, they're going to tell their friends and family, but how do we kind of facilitate that experience and let them kind of get their 15 minutes of fame, especially when they come into the station. You know, is there an opportunity to take their picture behind the studio microphone or perhaps take their picture with a personality? And you know what? Oftentimes we see that fan, that winner will put that up onto social media before they even get back to the parking garage (laughs) and get back in their car. Yeah. And so I think there's a tremendous underutilized opportunity for um, radio to really harness the passion and enthusiasm that exists with our super fans and especially our contest winners. Number two. We are with Steve Goldstein and Fred Jacobs with Sonic AI. And guys, starting with Steve, we'd like to ask what opportunities do you see today that are hiding in plain sight? Well, the one, the one at the top of my list is short-form content, clips. I think about these devices and how, in the early, early days, people are using them. And sure, some people are putting on streams, and they have lots of choices in that area. But, but a short clip with the coach talking about the game last night, or uh, some bit that was on the morning show that's five or six minutes, that kind of bite-size audio, which I parallel to what works on TV. I mean, when you see how effective the late night shows have been cycling through clips on YouTube, SNL, with one of their biggest seasons ever, and also one of their biggest on-end seasons ever, you you see where the bite-size audio plays in all of this. And so if there's anything that's in plain sight, I think it's the opportunity to start chunking up the content a little bit. Yeah, I think there's a certain serendipity to using a device like the Amazon Echo, especially in the early stages where you're just amazed that this device can interpret what it is you're asking for and you find yourself talking to it. So that really leaves itself a great opportunity for radio to be able to integrate its personality. And yet there's other times where having uh, Alexa do some of the voice work can be a lot of fun as well. We had uh, a great example uh, in Philadelphia where Ben FM actually devoted an entire afternoon to its guest DJ, Alexa, and Alexa voiced an entire show, including taking listener requests and uh, ninth caller contests. <laughs> it, it was it really was, clever. It was really fun. It was really compelling. And again, it reinforced what Steve and I have been thinking from the beginning here, and that this is really a programming tool. This is something that programmers can really sink their teeth into if they actually think about what the capabilities are. Who is number one? Number one! Radio star and Hall of Famer John Records Landecker. John, if you would, things that work so well, radio just stopped doing them. What comes to mind? 
fun, teamwork, enthusiasm, individuality. You know, the family that plays together stays together. Or uh, I don't know if other radio stations can approach the um, level of fun that we had at WLS in the heyday. And I'm not. And that also applied to engineers, promotions, John and. In uh, programming, our general manager, Marty Greenberg, we worked together and we played together. And uh, the air staff really played together. I mean, we would show up on each other's shows. We'd spend weekends at each other's homes. We'd go out to dinner. I saw those people all the time. That's, I think, for a long time, I, I don't care who you were uh, coming into town, there was no way you were going to uh, beat us. Just no way, because just we wouldn't allow it. Because we had each other's back, there was no rampant ego. That person would have been run out of town. So I think the environment and the teamwork shows up on the air. Great thoughts from some of radio's top performers, which we hope can provide some inspiration for your year ahead. That's a rap dipper. This week in One Minute Martinizing, I'll talk about creating a great culture. One that's preoccupied with the listeners, with the advertisers, with the all-important associates. Three moving parts, three ways to win. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. In the new year, like always, may all your brand with be wide. Any reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover brand with on demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings.